This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to live into God's calling as an Asian American Christian? Stay tuned to learn more about learning our names, Asian American Christians on identity, relationships, and vocation. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm 55. For the music director to be accompanied by stringed instruments, a well-written song by David. Listen, O God, to my prayer. Do not ignore my appeal for mercy. Pay attention to me and answer me. I am so upset and distressed. I am beside myself because of what the enemy says and because of how the wicked pressure me. For they hurl trouble down upon me and angrily attack me. My heart beats violently within me. The horrors of death overcome me. Fear and panic overpower me. Terror overwhelms me. I say, I wish I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and settle in a safe place. Look, I will escape to a distant place. I will stay in the wilderness, Selah. I will hurry off to a place that is safe from the strong wind and the gale. Confuse them, O Lord. Frustrate their plans. For I see violence and conflict in the city. Day and night they walk around on its walls, while wickedness and destruction are within it. Disaster is within it. Violence and deceit do not depart from its public square. Indeed, it is not an enemy who insults me, or else I could bear it. It is not one who hates me, who arrogantly taunts me, or else I could hide from him. But it is you, a man like me, my close friend, in whom I confided. We would share personal thoughts with each other. In God's temple, we would walk together among the crowd. May death destroy them. May they go down alive into Sheol. For evil is in their dwelling place and in their midst. As for me, I will call out to God, and the Lord will deliver me. During the evening, morning, and noontime, I will lament and moan, and he will hear me. He will rescue me and protect me from those who attack me, even though they greatly outnumber me. God, the one who has reigned as king from long ago, will hear and humiliate them. Selah. They refuse to change and do not fear God. He attacks his friends. He breaks his solemn promises to them. 
His words are as smooth as butter, but he harbors animosity in his heart. His words seem softer than oil, but they are really like sharp swords. Throw your burden upon the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never allow the godly to be shaken, but you, O God, will bring them down to the deep pit. Violent and deceitful people will not live even half a normal lifespan. But as for me, I trust in you. Isaiah chapter 10, 5 through Isaiah chapter 12. The Lord turns on arrogant Assyria. Beware, Assyria, the club I use to vent my anger, a cudgel with which I angrily punish. I sent him against a godless nation. I ordered him to attack the people with whom I was angry, to take plunder and to carry away loot, to trample them down like dirt in the streets. But he does not agree with this. His mind does not reason this way, for his goal is to destroy and to eliminate many nations. Indeed, he says, are not my officials all kings? Is not Kelna like Karchemish, Hamath like Arpad, Samaria like Damascus? I overpowered kingdoms ruled by idols, whose carved images were more impressive than Jerusalem or Samaria's. All I have done to Samaria and its idols, so I will do to Jerusalem and its idols. But when the Lord finishes judging Mount Zion and Jerusalem, then he will punish the king of Assyria for what he has proudly planned and for the arrogant attitude he displays. For he says, By my strong hand I have accomplished this. By my strategy that I devised, I invaded the territory of nations and looted their storehouses. Like a mighty conqueror, I brought down rulers. My hand discovered the wealth of the nations, as if it were in a nest, as one gathers up abandoned eggs. I gathered up the whole earth. There was no wing flapping or open mouth chirping. Does an axe exalt itself over the one who wields it, or a saw magnify itself over the one who cuts with it? As if a scepter should brandish the one who raises it, or a staff should lift up what is not made of wood. For this reason, the sovereign Lord of heaven's armies will make his healthy ones emaciated. His majestic glory will go up in smoke. The light of Israel will become a fire. Their holy one will become a flame. It will burn and consume the Assyrian king's briars and his thorns in one day. The splendor of his forest and his orchard will be completely destroyed. As when a sick man's life ebbs away, there will be so few trees left in his forest, a child will be able to count them. At that time, those left in Israel, those who remain of the family of Jacob, will no longer rely on a foreign leader that abuses them. Instead, they will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. A remnant will come back, a remnant of Jacob, to the mighty God. For though your people, Israel, are as numerous as the sand on the seashore, only a remnant will come back. Destruction has been decreed. Just punishment is about to engulf you. The sovereign Lord of heaven's armies is certainly ready to carry out the decreed destruction throughout the land. So here is what the sovereign Lord of heaven's armies says. My people who live in Zion, do not be afraid of Assyria, even though they beat you with a club and lift their cudgel against you as Egypt did. For very soon my fury will subside, and my anger will be directed towards their destruction. The Lord of Heaven's armies is about to beat them with a whip, similar to the way he struck down Midian at the rock of Oreb. He will use his staff against the sea, lifting it up as he did in Egypt. At that time the Lord will remove their burden from your shoulders and their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be taken off because your neck will be too large. They attacked Aeth 
moved from Migron, depositing their supplies of Mikmash. They went through the pass, spent the night at Giba. Ramah trembled. Gibeah of Saul ran away. Shout out, daughter of Galim. Pay attention, Laisha. Answer her, Anathoth. Madmina flees. The residents of Gibbon have hidden. This very day, standing in Nob, they shake their fists at daughter Zion's mountain, at the hill of Jerusalem. Look, the sovereign lord of heaven's armies is ready to cut off the branches with terrifying power. The tallest trees will be cut down. The loftiest ones will be brought low. The thickets of the forest will be chopped down with an axe, and mighty Lebanon will fall. Chapter 11 An Ideal King Establishes a Kingdom of Peace A shoot will grow out of Jesse's root stock. A bud will sprout from his roots. The Lord's Spirit will rest on him, a spirit that gives extraordinary wisdom, a spirit that provides the ability to execute plans, a spirit that produces absolute loyalty to the Lord. He will take delight in obeying the Lord. He will not judge by mere appearances or make decisions on the basis of hearsay. He will treat the poor fairly and make right decisions for the downtrodden of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and order the wicked to be executed. Justice will be like a belt around his waist. Integrity will be like a belt around his hips. A wolf will reside with a lamb, and a leopard will lie down with a young goat. An ox and a young lion will graze together, as a small child leads them along. A cow and a bear will graze together. Their young will lie down together. A lion, like an ox, will eat straw. A baby will play over the hole of a snake. Over the nest of a serpent, an infant will put his hand. They will no longer injure or destroy on my entire royal mountain, for there will be a universal submission to the Lord's sovereignty, just as the waters completely cover the sea. Israel is reclaimed and reunited. At that time, a root from Jesse will stand like a signal flag for the nations. Nations will look to him for guidance, and his residence will be majestic. At that time, the Lord will again lift his hand to reclaim the remnant of his people from Assyria, Egypt, Pathros, Cush, Elam, Shinar, Hamath, and the seacoast. He will lift a signal flag for the nations. He will gather Israel's dispersed people and assemble Judah's scattered people from the four corners of the earth. Ephraim's jealousy will end and Judah's hostility will be eliminated. Ephraim will no longer be jealous of Judah and Judah will no longer be hostile towards Ephraim. They will swoop down on the Philistine hills to the west. Together, they will loot the people of the east. They will take over Edom and Moab, and the Ammonites will be their subjects. The Lord will divide the gulf of the Egyptian sea. He will wave his hand over the Euphrates River and send a strong wind. He will turn it into seven dried-up streams and enable them to walk across in their sandals. There will be a highway leading out of Assyria for the remnant of his people, just as there was for Israel when they went up from the land of Egypt. Chapter 12. At that time, you will say, I praise you, O Lord, for even though you were angry with me, your anger subsided and you consoled me. Look, God is my deliverer. I will trust in him and not fear. For the Lord gives me strength and protects me. He has become my deliverer. Joyfully, you will draw water from the springs of deliverance. At that time, you will say, praise the Lord. Ask him for help. Publicize his mighty acts among the nations. Make it known that he is unique. Sing to the Lord, for he has done magnificent things. 
Let this be known throughout the earth. Cry out and shout for joy, O citizens of Zion, for the Holy One of Israel acts mightily among you. New Testament reading. 1 Peter chapter 5. Leading and living in God's flock. So as your fellow elder and a witness of Christ's sufferings, and as one who shares in the glory that will be revealed, I urge the elders among you, give a shepherd's care to God's flock among you, exercising oversight not merely as a duty but willingly under God's direction, not for shameful profit but eagerly. And do not lord it over those entrusted to you, but be examples to the flock. Then when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that never fades away. In the same way, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. And all of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another, because God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And God will exalt you in due time, if you humble yourselves under his mighty hand, by casting all your cares on him, because he cares for you. Be sober and alert. Your enemy, the devil, like a roaring lion, is on the prowl, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, strong in your faith, because you know that your brothers and sisters throughout the world are enduring the same kinds of suffering. And after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him belongs the power forever. Amen. Final greetings. Through Silvanus, whom I know to be a faithful brother, I have written to you briefly in order to encourage you and testify that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. The church in Babylon, chosen together with you, greets you. And so does Mark, my son. Greet one another with a loving kiss. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Merciful and gracious God, we thank you. We thank you, thank you, thank you for your word. We thank you, O God, that in so many ways through your creation, you communicate with us, but certainly in a unique way, in a profound way, in a a spirit-given, a spirit-wrought way, you communicate with us through your word. You show us about your character, your intention for us. You show us redemptive history unfolding as we learn of your commitment to your people, of your kindness, your mercy, your forbearance and patience, O God. We thank you, O Lord. We thank you for this unrelenting love that you have for us. We thank you, O God, for these reminders from your word that we are looking forward to a day, even if only our imagination, our holy imagination is longing for this day when real peace, true peace, full shalom will be known to us. When those and and things that would be pitted against each other as enemies will no longer be enemies, oh God. Lord God, we long for the day when they are no longer enemies, enemies of our own minds or enemies of our own culture or enemies of this world, enemies will be no more. Peace will reign. We thank you, Prince of Peace, Lord Jesus Christ, for what you have already started in your resurrection, that shalom has already broken in and it is coming 
in greater and greater degrees. And we long for its full, its full and complete outpouring, oh God. We thank you, oh Lord, for the beauty of the church. And I and I know that there are many people who find themselves healing and reeling from the wounds from other Christians, people who claim you as their God and their guide. And yet we have found ourselves being harmed or harming others. Oh God, we have found ourselves as enemies of each other, even within the body of Christ. Lord God, would you correct us? Would you bring justice even to your children who have done wrong in your name and those who have claimed your name falsely? Would you bring healing? Would you indeed be a balm to the souls, the weary souls of those who have been harmed through spiritual abuse and church hurt, oh God? It should not be this way. Lord God, let our love for you show up in a deep reverence and fear that causes us to see our brothers and sisters in Christ, our siblings in Christ as indeed precious and beautiful and to be cared for well, to be honored, oh God. We thank you, oh Lord, that ultimately you are the one that is upholding your church. You are the one, oh God, that is giving grace to the meek and to the humble, oh Lord. So would you search our hearts right now for haughtiness, for pride, for self-righteousness, for arrogance, for entitlement to unforgiveness, for whatever it may be, oh God, Would you search us by the power of the Holy Spirit? And would you cause us, O God, to open up our fingers and to unclench these entitlements to hardness, to bitterness, O God? Let us release it all that we might be free to love, that we may not be tempted. We may not be tempted in our anger to sin against you and to dishonor our neighbor, O Lord. Continue to heal us. Continue to make us more like Jesus, O God. And we thank you for this vision, this holy vision of what is to come that has already started right now. Encourage the hearts of your precious, precious children, O God, and draw us near. Grant us peace, even in chaotic moments, a peace that is beyond our understanding from a God whose love is unrelenting. It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen and amen. Many Asian Americans know the pain of being called names that deny their humanity. Learning Our Names is a book written by a team of four Asian American InterVarsity staff workers who are East Asian, Southeast Asian, and South Asian, and who share how God uses their unique ethnic identities and experiences for His divine purposes. The book is even endorsed by basketball star Jeremy Lin, who says that the book was so encouraging to him in exploring how his identity shapes his faith. Get your copy today at ivypress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code, the word at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. 
Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's get in the world today. God's got so